You did not choose me, but I chose you. John 15, 16. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, The Wells, along with church history, mission news, and music by various Christian artists who support our teaching. I'm Tom Barthel, serving as pastor at Trinity Lutheran, a Wells congregation in Nina, Wisconsin. This is episode number 103. We're glad you're joining us today. We'll begin with a segment by Pastor Timothy Smith. God's Word for You. God's Word for You. Job 34, reading verses 21 to the end of the chapter. His eyes are on the way of mortals. He sees their very step. There is no deep shadow, no utter darkness where evildoers can hide. This is still Job's youngest friend, Elihu, speaking. Verse 22 takes us into the deepest darkness. Deep shadow is Hoshek the darkness that was separated from light in the first day of creation, Genesis 1. The utter darkness here is the Tsalmavit, or shadow of death, familiar to us from the 23rd Psalm. There is no place so dark or so obscure that a sinner could hide from God. Verses 23 and following. God has no need to examine people further, that they should come before him for judgment. Without inquiry, he shadows the mighty, He shatters the mighty and sets up others in their place. Because he takes note of their deeds, he overthrows them in the night and they are crushed. He punishes them for their wickedness where everyone can see them. Because they turned from following him and had no regard for any of his ways, they caused the cry of the poor to come before him so that he heard the cry of the needy. These verses remind us of God's omniscience, that that God is all-knowing. In matters of judgment and punishment, there is no need for evidence. God reads the heart, but that also means that he hears the agony of those who have no voice. The poor, the slave, the oppressed, the frightened, the abused, they all have a place before God's throne. If you have an unspoken need, God already knows. Unlike the angels who cannot read our thoughts, God knows everything that goes on in our hearts, from sin to repentance, from grief to joy, from confusion to faith, from apathy to love. He knows us, and he loves us. Verses 29 and following. But if he remains silent, who can condemn him? If he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he is over individual and nation alike to keep the godless from ruling from laying snares for the people. This passage is very nearly messianic. Christ remains silent even though he has authority over individual and nation alike. He did what he did to destroy the power of the devil and to keep the godless one from ruling over us and from laying snares for mankind. What Elihu ascribes to God, we can ascribe to Christ. The snares of verse 30 are the mokshe or lures inside a trap. They are the various kinds of bait set out by the devil and by sinful men to entrap God's people in sin. Later in the Old Testament, God would warn that alliances with the Canaanites would become mokshe or snares to trap Israel in sins of idolatry. 
David talked about the mokshe or snares of death in one of the last psalms he composed. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. Jonah even quoted that inside the fish. The trap of death is destroyed by the cross. The empty grave of Easter morning means that our graves will empty out on the last day and we will arise to eternal life. This is the victory of the one who remains silent on our behalf once before a king, but who is never silent about us before his Father in heaven. Jesus said, Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. In Christ, I'm Pastor Tim Smith. This is God's word for you. I'm glad to introduce a new artist that we'll be featuring on Canaanbaum Podcast, the Lutheran Cayley Orchestra. This song is I Bind Unto Myself Today. It comes from their album Music from the Celtic Service, Volume 1.
Today's Bible truth is, does God ask us to accept him? Bible truths. Question 6. Does God ask us to accept Jesus as our Savior? Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Mark chapter 16, verse 16. The question is, how does a sinner become a believer? Is it our work or God's? If someone who loves you gave you a gift, do you have to accept it as your gift in order for it to be your gift? Absolutely not. It is your gift from someone who loves you. So is there anything wrong with stating that you accept Jesus as your Savior? One should ask oneself, do I feel that because I have accepted Jesus as my Savior that I am now saved? Do people think that Jesus will now be on their side and good things will follow? Do they think that Jesus is happier with them or love them more now that they have finally accepted him as their savior? This is exactly what the devil wants us to think. He wants us to think that we had a part in saving ourselves. He wants us to think that Jesus did not have enough power to save us by himself. These types of thoughts keep us from understanding the totality of God's power and love for us. If our salvation was done 99% by God and 1% was our responsibility, we'd always live in uncertainty and doubt whether we had done enough. Rather, God has completed salvation from A to Z. Not only did he live, die, and rise for our forgiveness, but he has also worked faith in our hearts to believe it. God says in his word that all glory shall be given to him. We give glory to God for working faith in our hearts. If we believe we have to accept Jesus as our Savior, when he already is our Savior, we rob glory from God unknowingly. What joy and peace this gives Christians, knowing that God loves us so much that he doesn't ask us to do anything to help ensure our salvation. He has done it all for us. God's Word on Accepting Jesus from the NIV 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. John chapter 15 verse 16 You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 11 If anyone speaks, they should do as one who speaks the very word of God. If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 18 The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30 and 31 It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Psalm 65, verses 3 and 4. When we were overwhelmed by our sins, you forgave our transgressions. Blessed are those who choose and bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3 Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. 
Matthew chapter 16, verses 16 and 17. Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. We'll close with a song shared by Spark and Echo. Do you love me? You've been listening to Kane and Bound Podcast, episode 103. This episode was first shared in July of 2015. We thank the artists who allowed us to share their music, both the Lutheran Cayley Orchestra and Spark and Echo. You can find information to this music and other information about our podcast at canaanboundpodcast.com. We encourage you to visit a Wells Ministry location nearest you visit wells.net. Once again, my name is Tom Barthel. Thanks for joining us. God bless your day.